I'm excited to share. I'm working on some new tools to have available for all my listeners, absolutely free. These are tools that I have used personally. If you haven't stopped by my website lately, I would definitely go over there, check it out as I have three free tools up there right now that have helped me elevate my health so that I can make more money. I've gotten some great feedback so far and I could not literally be happier that these are helping people like us change their lives. So I am always looking to create new tools to help all of us win bigger. So make sure you keep tuning in or drop by the site. Let's make sure to also be connected on Instagram or LinkedIn. Now let's get back to it and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Business of Being Healthy, where we are passionate about treating our health as good as we treat our wealth. Shelly Bryan here, and I am obsessed with sharing real-life experiences and wisdom to help save you time, heartache, and money as you continue to grow personally and professionally. Twice a week, we push aside that BS to take massive intentional action. And I promise by tuning in, you will receive the straightforward talk you've been waiting for, filled with actionable steps that will inspire you to achieve the health and wealth you desire while you are building your empire. All right, everyone, I am so excited that you decided to tune in today because guess what? Today is episode 50, already here on the Business of Being Healthy show. And I just got to tell you from the bottom of my heart, I am so grateful that you have joined along on this journey with me with podcasting. Um, Those of you that are new, welcome. Um, These episodes have been great. And I wanted to take today, because today is the 50th episode already being published, and kind of give you a... I'm going to give you like the top five. So I want to give you a little bit more on kind of, again, why the podcast was started, how it's even evolving now. I'm going to share some of the cool reviews, but what you want to tune in for today is like my kind of top five of the first 50. Now, when I say my top five, this is actually your top five, because these are the five of the most downloaded episodes Um, since launching the podcast where I've had a guest on with me. So just to bring it back, you know, every week I post twice a week. And I decided that because when I launched this podcast, I was like, okay, if I only do one a week, that's 52 in a year. I already feel, I mean, I'm sure many of you guys tuning in um, know like that feeling of like you're already behind. I feel like I'm behind in podcasting on this side of like my life and world that I'm like, oh my gosh, 52 in a year. That's not very much. F that, I'm doing twice a week. We're going to hit, what is that, 104 uh, in one year. And I cannot believe that we're already at 50. So I'm super excited for that. And just to kind of bring you guys back, you know, why I started this podcast is I really wanted to embody a saying from my grandfather. And that was take your spankings off someone else's behind. I know it sounds crazy, right? But basically it's like learn your lessons from other people. And instead of having to go through it yourself, I think, you know, I think so many of us out there, me included, if you're watching this on YouTube, are raising my hand proudly, and Chris too, if he was in here, is that 
I always felt like it was like a badge of honor to like do it ourselves, do it the hard way. And the older I've gotten, the more gray hair I've gotten. I'm like, that is the stupidest thing. I think we all have to go through it. So I have zero regrets, but I can now see that, man, when you partner, when you learn, when you collaborate with other people, holy cow, can your success, can your growth just shoot through the roof. And so this podcast, tying together both business and health, is doing just that. It's sharing those lessons to help each and every listener, even if it's one person, not make the same mistake and or listen to the win that they could apply to their current life and like excel and win faster and do all the things that they want at a much faster rate than me or my guests have. So sharing the wealth of knowledge is really what this is all about. And two topics that are near and dear to my heart are business and health. And being able to, I feel like on so many episodes, if not all, being able to correlate how important it is that your health is truly, truly tied to your level of wealth. So um, I know I give skills and tactics behind that, but it is so important. It's not necessarily always that next course or that next skill you need to learn. It's go feel freaking awesome so that when you are in your business, when you are climbing the corporate ladder, leading your teams, whatever that is, you are doing it at such a high level that your overall results will show. So it's that correlation. So that's my little soapbox. Thank you so much for tuning in. But these five episodes that I'm going to highlight here were so great. And I have little clips of each one and I will make sure to link them all in the notes. So if you want to go back and listen to each one in its entirety, you can absolutely do that. Um, but these are two, like five snippets of the ones that are most downloaded by you guys, the listeners. So I want to make sure that we share these, gosh, these lessons learned and shared this re like call it a redistribution of knowledge, uh, to be able to help the next person in line. That's what this is all about. But before we get into it, I just wanted to highlight a couple reviews because literally this show only, literally only grows because of sharing word of mouth, um, social media sharing, the reviews, all of it. So I got to tell you guys, thank you so, so much. And so I just wanted to share a couple because maybe this is your first time tuning in. And if it is, welcome. If it's not, However you found out about it, I would just love for you to share. Share that same way. And so here's a couple. Like uh, someone posts, and this is all on my website, so you can see it. You can see it on, on Apple. I'm reading the Apple reviews, is that this is so relatable and inspiring. Shelly does such a great job of educating and encouraging already high performers that want to put health in the priority zone, a must listen. Hell Yeah. Um, another one, Shelly takes her breadth of experience, the ups and downs she has faced in life, lessons learned and translates them into digestible and tactical wisdom for her audience, all in a way that is engaging and leaves you coming back twice a week for more. If you are looking for wisdom provided by someone who gets it and has been there herself, you are in the right place. This is what I'm talking about. I am, I have not too proud to share. Like I have failed many times. And so if I can help you maybe not fail as hard or as long or take as long, 
I am all about it. It's about you winning now. And here's the last one I'll share. And it just, this one really meant a lot to me. They all do. And if you have left a review, thank you. It says, it is, it, it can be trying to find a show that has the right mix of host, pacing, and topics to provide the value in the time we as listeners have to invest. This host, or this show, the host Shelly, her delivery, and the selective topics cut through the clutter to provide clarity on prior, prioritizing health when one is already critically busy and overwhelmed. Easily one of the best new shows I've come across. Thank you. Hell yeah. There's always a way to get it done. So I just wanted to share those. Thank you. If you haven't yet, I would just love for you to go leave that real quick review. It literally helps someone else. Like you could show this show to someone else. That review could hit someone else and it could help them. So it's like that pay it forward, be the hero for someone else. All right, let's dive into these five episodes because they're so good. And like going back and pulling these clips from them, if you listen in, I love like a live recording style. So we don't cut, we don't, I don't chop out stuff. We screw up, we whatever. We just keep going because I think that's how it needs to be. Like when it's all like perfect, that's, it doesn't resonate. I love all the everything that comes with just live recording. Let's dive in here to the first episode I want to highlight. This is coming back to episode 27 with Alicia Haygood. The title of it is Selfishly Taking Back Your Identity. So at this point in the show, the clip that I'm going to share, Alicia and I were talking about how our lives have been in almost decades, right? We have our like 20s, our 30s, and now we're in our 40s. So Alicia shares the point in which she took back her identity and how it has been, you know, how not having her identity was affecting her personally. She was showing up for everyone else in her life but herself. Sound familiar? Tune in and... This one is so good. Listen to exactly what she says here. And so when we moved to Scottsdale, I looked at my husband and I was like, I'm done. I was like, I don't care if we have to eat peanut butter and jellies to save money so we can put our kids in childcare. I need Alicia back. Like, who is she? And this is the weird thing too. I really looked at it. I wasn't, I lost my identity for those three years that we were moving and I had my two kids because my husband traveled. We're in a new city where I don't know anyone. So you, I went 10 days without hearing my name. Like no one said the name Alicia. And it was like, it was at that point, I remember I started crying to my husband. I was like, you don't even call me by my name. You know, you have those dearing names, babe, pet, you know, your pet names with your significant others, mom, mommy. I'd talk to my parents. They'd be like, hey, honey. My sister's like, hey, sister. Like, no, my name's Alicia. Very adamant about that. Because you are your name, your identity and stuff like that. And so I had lost myself. And I was like, where is she? How do I find her? And at that point, I was like, I just have to get rid of everybody in my life and find her. So I put my kids in daycare full time. My husband, you know, was working a lot. And I took that time to start walking around and finding out who I was and start really diving into what do I want? What are my needs right now? And it starts with like being called by name. So I had to tell my husband, you have to call me Alicia from now on. You know, I told my parents, you need to call me Alicia. Like I am losing that and it's making, it's messing me up. Um, and so when I did that, when I heard my name more and I felt more of me, because you are you yourself before you're a wife, before you're a mom, I started becoming happier and I started wanting to do more for myself, to better myself physically and mentally. 
And then that resonated with my kids. I was wanting to be around them more. You know, I wasn't resenting my time because it was taken away from me. So I really had to focus and find, again, I had to dive deep, like, what is my problem? And it was like, I lost my identity, I felt like. And work is a part of who I am. I love working. I love showing my kids that, like, I can take you to school and pick you up and still work all day. And when my kids started seeing that, I, my, my son was, like, really proud of me. He's like, my mom's a podcaster and worked in television. I was like, oh, you know that? Like, it really, really resonated with me. I don't get choked up for kids, but it was a big part of like that next stage of life for me, that next decade that I needed to get into to change and better everyone around my, when I, my life is better, everyone around me is going to be better too. And choosing the better people to influence your life. And, um, you know, that's not just your immediate family. It's who you surround yourself with outside too. So really focusing on that the past few years has totally just shot me in this direction. I'm the happiest I've been in years lately. Um, I work out like five to six days a week, which that is so not who I used to be at all. You know, um, I rarely drink and it's just like, oh, this is what that happiness from and that confidence that I've been craving lately came from. And it's just going back to who I am, but I slowly was losing, but didn't realize it until it was too late. Oh my gosh. It was so good, right? My favorite part is when she talks about how when she shows up for herself, she's actually showing up better for everyone else in her family. So good, Alicia. That is such a great episode. All right. Now let's move on to episode 25. This is with my girls, Jacqueline and Laura of Shine Image Consulting. The title of this episode was called Wear Your Confidence. So powerful, this episode. And it's so important how you feel in your clothes and how that can trickle over into all other areas of your day, your life, your relationships, how you treat yourself, how you treat others. So Jacqueline and Lori here both hit home on this episode, showing the correlation between style and success, and also highlighting it is never too late. Listen into this one. I really love that. It it brought to back a memory for me um, when you said, tell me what you love about your body. You're in the closet with them and tell them what you love about your body. And I've, um, I'm going to share a personal, personal experience to kind of tie this together. And the feeling you, you guys have heard me. If you follow me on social media, I talk a lot about the feeling with health is I remember once I had a coach and he was like, well, tell me what you want. We were working, this was physical fitness. So we were working on like body composition I didn't, I, he said, tell me what you want. You know what I did? I listed all the things I don't want. I don't want to get big thighs. I don't want this. I don't want that. I don't want this. Right. So like, I'm not going to work these muscles because I don't want this. He goes, what do you want? Let's talk about what you do want. And I was like, right there. I mean, that was a, like one of those, you know how like you have those like life changing like yep. moments. I was like, okay, why don't I speak into existence what I do want instead of focusing on what I don't want? And so the fact that you take the time to do that with your clients is so powerful. And I'm sure you just visually see the the, the change right on them. But, but talking about what we do want, I don't think we do that enough. 
You know, it's like I walk, you know, walking in the in the closet. I know there's been periods in my life where I walk in and I'm like, nothing fits. I'm 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 mm-hmm. over it. I don't even want to do this. And yeah. as I age, which I want to, I definitely want to get into this. As I age, style is changing. Different yeah. things are going on in my life now, and I need yeah. to evolve. And sometimes I don't know how. So I need people that are trained yeah. in how to do this. Um, Shelly, can I comment on one thing you said? No, absolutely not. Yes, of course, Jacqueline. (laughs) You said, you know, walking in your closet and you're like, shoot, I have nothing to wear. I think what we try to teach our clients and I think what we encourage all women to really think about because we've been there too, that when you have that feeling and you put something on that you feel less than happy about, Mm -hmm. really paying attention to how that carries into other facets of your life. Mm-hmm. The way you show up into a room, the way you talk to people, the way you represent yourself, the way you feel about yourself. Mm-hmm. For me, like it, and I know Laura feels the same way, like it truly begins there because the impact that that can have is so much deeper and so much greater than I think we're willing to admit. And that's where fashion and style is so important because it's not just like, oh, I don't want to spend the money on this or I don't want like. Fashion is, fashion is attainable for everybody, not only everybody, but literally everybody, no matter what your budget is, it is attainable for you. But I think first admitting like, wow, it, it really affects everything I do throughout my day, the way I treat myself, the way I mm-hmm. treat others and the way I show up. Yeah, I, I would say I personally felt that. So if anyone that's listening is maybe questioning like, oh gosh, am I not showing up for myself in the realm of fashion? You're not alone. Like I, I've, I've been there. Me you know, too. 2020, prior to COVID, going into an office five days a week, and I love. I know you feel the same way. Yeah. I loved getting dressed. It was my Me favorite too. part of the day. I laid yeah. out my outfit the night before. Yes. Yeah. It set the tone for the day, and the degree of that outfit and how I prepared it prepared me essentially for anything I was going to experience that day. Honestly, the second I got home and working from home, I was not disciplined mm-hmm. about getting dressed. I was, if I'm being honest, rolling out of bed, logging in and joining a meet. There was no a work-life balance or limited work-life balance, but it was just easy. I was rolling out of bed and I was missing my favorite part of the day that set a tone and foundation. No different than health and fitness, eating well, right? The business of being healthy is all related. Mm-hmm. It, it changes the game. And so that is a big part of what I'll say we share with clients is like, you're not, you're not alone and it's never too late either, by the way, like you can correct course and make meaningful changes in whatever aspect that you want to commit to making changes to. Uh, but it does start within, within and recognizing that it's, it's time. So incredible, right? I shared this in my Instagram story. So I hope you're following me there. Definitely connect if we're not, but I decided I actually hired Shine. I hired Jacqueline and Laura because I was becoming, I've shared this all in my stories and and on my social media, I'm becoming someone new. I know I am. And on the inside, I've been doing so much work and I've been leveling up and I've been doing all the things to become this woman that I want to be or that I aspire to be in all levels, business and health and personal relationships. But my outside didn't match my inside. And so I did a full episode actually on this exact thing where 
you know, I explain walking into my closet and being like, my clothes don't fit. Now I'm not talking about physically fit. They didn't fit who I was becoming. That was episode 36. It was a solo episode. So definitely a good one there. But man, Jacqueline and Laura, such great wisdom that they shared with us in episode 25. All right. Now I'm going to bring it all the way back to episode 10. This is with James Patrick. This episode was called Be Seen, Be Heard, Be Read. And I just absolutely love this conversation with James. Uh, This specific example shows the brilliance behind him and how he solves his client's problems before he even asks for the sale. So if you have a coaching business, if you have a product and or a service, this one is for you. Make sure you take notes as you listen to this tiny little clip that we have in the episode. James, I want to dive in here for a second because I feel like this word, and I want to get your thoughts on it. I feel like this word gets muddied a little bit and I want you to share what your thoughts are on it. And that's the word value. We hear this all the time, right? Provide value, provide value. Make sure you're giving them value. Make it value, value oriented. We hear value, right? And no matter what business you're doing, like if you're like my husband as a general contractor, you in in your business, me, whatever business it is, that word value can obviously have different meanings. But I want to know how you focus on providing value to your prospective clients. Fantastic question. I just wrote this down because I need to make a list of words we need to stop using. And maybe value is a word we need to stop using. And I I put it right next to, I think the word that was really pissing me off over the last five years was the word empower. And I think we need to stop using the word empower. And then the other word is authentic. Authentic. Yep. I already called that one out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I think value, maybe value needs to go on this list of words that we, we, we've we kind of beaten to death and have lost their meaning as a result. Here's what it is. You need to be solving your client's problems before they ever hire you. So we're right now going through a, a new marketing campaign for one of my businesses. And one of the things we are going to be doing in our content creation, so social media content, e-blasts, outbound media. So we're going to be writing some articles uh, and try to get those articles placed in different media outlets is we're going to be teaching our clients how not to hire us. And that seems counterintuitive to teach people how not to hire us. But what it actually does is it builds trust and rapport that we know what the hell we're talking about. And whether or not you ever hire us or not, we're going to make sure you have resources and the information you need to take action without us. But if you need us, we're here. We're here to help. We're here to support. We're here to do it for you. So in my business, I teach people about earned media all the time. It has never once prevented people from hiring me to get them earned media. It is answering the questions your audience has. It's solving the problems that they're dealing with and it's providing the benefits that they've been looking for before you ever ask for the sale. And by doing that, they will see you as a trusted resource. They will see you as the person that is there in their corner. And I gave that whole explanation without using the word value once. I'm impressed. You're welcome. 
Oh, that conversation was just so great. And I absolutely love like his almost contrarian thought process when it comes to media and creating campaigns for clients. It's just so great when you kind of have that open dialogue on podcasting. That's why I love podcasting. You have that open dialogue and you really like we can have a fun discussion on different things and it's it's just it brings so much value. So that episode with James again one of my favorites back to episode 10. But let's move on now to episode 39. Now, this one was healing your gut health to growing your personal wealth. This was with Bridget Mallison and her topic is like in this episode is spot on. Because, you know, as CEO and founder of Gut Personal, Bridget is like, she has done so much inner work to get to this level she is now, scaling this company. She has actually scaled two seven-figure companies in the last three years. So talk about exponential growth. You have to have that personal growth to be able to do that. Now, worthiness must be present to achieve and maintain your health and wealth. And Bridget shares her experience as a functional dietitian and business coach when it comes to worthiness. This episode truly hit home with me because that worthiness is something that I had to work through. And to be quite frank, I'm still working through. And I know that a lot of us out there, when it comes to our health, I used to have these conversations all the time with my clients about that worthiness to be able to even have time on your schedule to take care of yourself. And it even like ties back to the the first episode I mentioned with Alicia Haygood. But Bridget, oh, this episode, especially this part about worthiness is so great. Tune in. What we do is wildly different. So to that, like woman who's saying, I've tried everything, all my labs are normal. Try something new. You have to keep moving forward. You have to believe, there's the belief again, you have to believe that there is a solution for you. And at the root of it as well, you have to believe that you're worthy of feeling really good. Ooh, okay. So that's, that I feel like, I mean, I I agree wholeheartedly with what you said, but that last little bit, and I hope everyone tuning in is listening, is that worthiness. Mm -hmm. Worthiness of feeling good. Mm -hmm. Worthiness of earning the freaking money. Yeah. And having the big business and being heard and seen that worthiness. Now, Bridget, maybe you could take us through someone that is maybe struggling with that worthiness side Mm -hmm. when it comes to their health. And then maybe even on the business side too, you know, because I kind of feel like it's, there, there might be some similarities, but definitely differences on just perspective and being able to kind of welcome in that fact that you are worthy. How would you help someone? Well, I think with worthiness, it is the root of everything. Just like belief is the root before belief is actually that I'm worthy enough to believe in myself and believe in my body. Um, You have to do subconscious healing work because a lot of things that we've picked up, if we believe that we are not enough or we believe we are not worthy of feeling really great or making the money that we desire... There were most likely things in our childhood or even, you know, for me making the money that I desire. Yes, there were some things in my childhood, but there were also things in 
when I was in high school that showed me that I wouldn't make the money that I wanted. Mm. And so what our subconscious does, it's like a sponge. It absorbs those uh, different experiences and then turns them into beliefs. Mm. So what we have to do is rewire that subconsciously. And so how I've done that is through breath work. And that's been a very powerful way for me to heal beliefs. Um, and then also meditation and journaling and, and def- different types of meditation. So there's different types of meditation that actually are able to get to our subconscious, not our conscious, like our our conscious thoughts that we know are there. Our subconscious thoughts are things that we are not, that are running the show, but are just kind of looping on a daily basis, the mm. same types of thoughts and limiting beliefs. So you really have to do deep work to help heal those things. And then I think also who you surround yourself with. You know, we were talking about um, whether in business or in health, most likely if people, um, at least in my experience, believe that they're worthy of feeling good, they also believe that they're worthy of making really great money. Like those people exist and they exist in the same person. Mm -hmm. Um, And usually in groups of really incredible women and men. And so finding those people, surrounding yourself with those people, because the language that they use and the actions that they take also help show your subconscious brain, hey, if they're worthy of feeling this great, if they're worthy of making a million dollars in a year, so am I. Mm -hmm. So am I. And that's how I've taken the approach to as I continually grow, because we are constantly and continually growing. I look at people that I aspire to be like and say, if she can do it, so can I. And that's also what helps push me forward and take action instead of looking at someone who's really successful and saying they can do it, but that's just them. I choose to believe if someone else can do it, that I can too. Seriously, how freaking good was that? Bridget is an absolute fireball of knowledge and passion. And you could just hear it when she's talking and she's been through it. Again, bringing it back to the whole purpose of this podcast is like sharing those experiences, sharing those highs, lows, everything in between so that we can all excel at a greater rate. Oh, Bridget, that episode was so freaking good. And I am so blessed to have all of these wonderful guests on the show. So now I'm going to bring it to episode five. I can't believe this. So this is the fifth episode. These are the most downloaded episodes of the first 50 here on the Business of Being Healthy show. And this one is with my dear friend, Risa Costas, who rescued who? This episode came out and I tell you what, like it went like fire. It went like fire, the downloads. And it was such a great moment in the episode where Risa shares how she navigated that people-pleasing tendencies that she had that started in her childhood and how she created boundaries, which actually set her free of that people-pleasing tendencies. So this one, it's get ready, buckle up because it is a good one. One thing that you mentioned in that story, Risa, was talking about kind of what other people thought of you, like, right? Like how you were concerned about what other people thought of you in the past. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, call it imposter syndrome, call it like what have you. We don't even really need to name it. It's just a feeling that I think most of us as business owners, as women, as moms, right? Like you can go to the, like my mom's out there, like you see all the moms in the parking lot and there can be a comparison game that comes up. You go to a business networking meeting and the comparison game can go up based upon like the environment and how it's set up. And that can be debilitating on its own. And I know that you have had a lot of growth in this area. And so what I'd love for you to share is how you got that growth and maybe even some like slip ups where you like kind of fell back to then have to go forward if that happened, Risa. Ugh, when doesn't that happen? <laughs> it's still, it happens almost every day. Yeah, all the time. I would be lying if I said I was cured from that. Um, you know, I experienced a lot of bullying in my young years. I was really tortured as a kid and it continued through high school and sometimes even after. And I speak openly about this because what happens in our past, of course, it doesn't define us unless you let it. That's really up to you. And for a long time, it did for me. It defined me. Um, I chose people pleasing because I thought that's how I'm going to be accepted. If I do for others and I bend over backwards and I sacrifice myself I will show people that I am worthy of their friendship or that I'm worthy of getting this particular job or whatever it may be. And it really scarred me for a long time. But I think the older we get, well, I always say like the forties are just magical and they will set you free. And nobody really tells you that like, you'll read about it here and there. And we're starting to talk more openly about it now. But when I was younger, nobody really prepared me for like what each decade would bring and the rises and falls that I would have throughout those years. But the forties really bring this like sense of freedom and sense of self. And they also help you create boundaries because you've been through a lot of the ups and downs. Like you said, the hustle, the grind, the people pleasing of the 20s, the thinking that you have it all figured out. And then maybe um, really falling from grace and having to bounce back from something, whatever it may be. So for me, I mean, I think boundaries is the first thing that I would say. Boundaries are the first thing that I would say that have set me free from the people-pleasing tendencies and feeling like I might be judged by others or that others' opinions even matter. Um, I think when your business is rooted in taking care of people and being a service-based business, if you are a service-based business, I'm sure you'll be able to relate to this, but there is this like sense of identity that you have that is rooted in how others feel after you finish your service. And after you, like for me, when, after I style them, like I can pick up on people's energy and if they feel really good and if they're excited and happy, then I'm like, yeah, I did it. I'm, I'm so great. I'm the best. And then, you know, sometimes you get these people that are not satisfied or not happy, or you feel like you haven't hit the mark and, and it can be draining and exhausting. And it's, it's really hard when you have a business that is dependent on how other people feel when they show up in the world, it's really difficult to separate yourself from that and create a boundary around like, well, I did the best job that I could. I showed up in the best way that I could for this person. If they aren't happy, either we're not a good fit 
or there's still some confidence work that they need to do on their end, or maybe I didn't show up in my best way that day and I need to take accountability or responsibility for the fact that I'm, I missed the mark today, you know, whatever that may be. But another thing I'll say is therapy. I mean, without somebody helping me see the why behind the what, I don't think that I would be <laughs> sitting here talking to you today because therapy is a necessity in this life. I mean, I'm so glad that discussions of mental health and taking care of yourself and doing the mental work are so present in today's world because they just weren't when I was in my 20s and 30s and starting in business. And I think it's it's vital to, like I said, being able to separate yourself from, you know, the rabbit hole that you can go down of what other people think of you and and how you can stay small in a room when you think that everyone's eyes are on you when really people aren't thinking about you that much. You know, you'll hear that said a lot these days, like those people aren't thinking about you. They're probably thinking about their own insecurities and it might reflect onto you, but you're not the thought in their head when they go home every night. Everyone is dealing with something. So the minute you can free yourself from that, I think that you can, you know, you'll, you'll be able to survive day to day. So great, right? This episode really hit home for myself and many listeners. So I wanted to share it again to help someone who may be in a similar moment. This episode, I swear, I got the DMs. It was so, so great. And I'm just so grateful for our amazing guests here on the show, like Risa, to be able to do it. And just so you guys know, I am absolutely going to like tag every single one of these five episodes. I'm going to have the links there. So if you, I encourage you to listen to the full episode. If you're like me, listen on 1.25 or one and a half. When you're on the treadmill, use drive times. That is a big one for me, using drive times to listen to podcasts instead of, you know, listening to music or like Chris, political news channels. I can't even handle that. So I just want to say, you know, thank you again for tuning in. You know, if you found this, how, however it is, my only ask is that you share and tell someone the way that you found out about it maybe one of these five episodes. This could be a good episode to share because one of these five, they get kind of six essentially episodes on what the show is all about. But this is why we're here. We're here to help each other win. And by you sharing, you truly are helping someone else win. So thank you so much. Do not forget to come back twice a week. Tuesdays, I have an episode drop with an amazing guest and the lineup coming in the coming months is ridiculous. And then Fridays are my quick episodes to give you that punch before the weekend. So thank you again and we will see you very soon.